0: Hi everyone, welcome to a massive Monday market update here on a beautiful sunny Monday in Adelaide after the gather round. If you're an AFL fan, you would understand uh, how big that was and how electric the city is currently. Today, I'm going to have a look at some key data that we look at on-chain data. It is a core pillar of how we look at assessing opportunities in terms of cycle, short-term, medium and long-term. It is absolutely core and essential to your own investment thesis. I'm also going to have a look at Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin, maybe another one, uh, depending if we've got time. But I just want to start with uh, the Bitcoin data that I just mentioned uh, just then. So it's really, really important to understand because a lot of uh, people, especially the media, the media are the worst exponents of this, uh, is just being very influenced by shorter term noise, uh, market pricing investment, uh, market pricings and and shorter term moves on on a price chart. When longer-term investors are not swayed by that at all, they've got a longer-term vision, uh, a longer-term investment thesis as well, uh, and they really have a, a tight understanding of where the world's going, um, what the unique capabilities are of Bitcoin and why you know the world is getting more and more interested in it. Then we look at on-chain data, which is essentially an X-ray machine, which we look at, tells you everything about the blockchain underneath Bitcoin, what's happening in terms of you know holders, uh, different metrics is hyper, hyper useful. We cover it every single... Um, uh, that's, that's not true. Every single uh, newsletter that we have, we try and incorporate on chain data. But this week, this Thursday, when I release the newsletter, uh, I will be incorporating some on chain data to back up what I'm telling you about uh, the current state of the market. Um, but this specifically is telling us why Bitcoin has shown such tremendous resilience. When it went down, you know, FTX blew up, of course, as an overreaction to the downside. But why has it shown such tremendous resilience, almost like a beach ball being held underwater, and now it's springing back up? And then you say, well, who's buying that? Well, uh, there's just not a lot of sellers. So liquidity is very, very uh, low at the moment, um, but there's always a steady demand of buyers in this market. And if that is steady and the sellers start to wean off and if we get an overextension, we wipe out a lot of leverage and liquidity, uh, generally what we see is a slow grind up, very similar to 2019. Now, I'll show you on the chart uh, in a sec why wow, that's really interesting to sort of compare with now uh, but again back to the data what we see here feel free to pause and read this follow Checkmate we've done an episode he's uh, the head analyst at Glassnode we've done a uh, Joe myself and Checkmate did a um, an interview which was really really great we went for about a little over an hour and uh, we talked about everything about on-chain and generally where the macro sits and, and broadly where the market sits so definitely watch that it's on our channels on Twitter and YouTube and whatnot uh, but here long-term short-term holder threshold so Long-term, short-term holder metrics are my Bible. I go to them uh, to tell me about cycle analysis. When we're in a bear market, when we're in a bull market, when we're entering you know, capitulation phase, we're out of that, when we're you know, in a nice um, middle phase, all of that. Um, but here, all, the only thing I want to point out to you here is the long-term holder supply uh, and the short-term holder supply. Now, right now, the long-term holder supply, so uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is um, supply being held for longer than, I want to say, a year. could be a little bit more. have to make sure I've got that right. But regardless, it's about longer-term um, holder supply, so it's being taken offline, um, sitting in hardware wallets. Uh, that is in a, a state of just on the rise. It's grinding higher. It is up until the right. This is why uh, price is grinding higher. There's just not a lot of people wanting to sell their Bitcoin at these prices and waiting for higher prices. And you have that double whammy effect, the fundamental analysis, that, that thought that the world is heading towards fiat currency debasement, tend to cause recession, a lot of a lot of other things I could throw in there and go deeper on. Really, we see where things are tracking people want to hedge. They want an insurance policy against the current financial system that's outside of the current financial system. And right now, that is largely gold. And then you've got something like Bitcoin, which has been known as uh, gold 2.0. So regardless, investors are on phase, Longer term stuff looks really, really healthy. I just wanted to show you that the longer term supply is just increasing. So uh, again, all of this noise is just being put out of the mind. And uh, yeah, just just you really just need to learn how to filter it out. It's one of the biggest pillars that we Cover in our course's mindset and how to you know, navigate these waters without getting thrown off uh, between cycles. Because why are you getting bearish now when we're heading towards a Bitcoin halving next year, 2024, where the inflation rate to market, so the mining reward to market is actually halved? It becomes scarcer than gold next year. And you see where the world's going in terms of fiat currency debasement, and it just makes a ton of sense. that Bitcoin's going to get a pretty good bid. Likely throughout this year, um, and we'll see if there's a a massive draw uh, pullback, which seems reasonably likely, like 2019. Um, But we'll have to we'll have to see. We want to be careful with preconceptions. Whether we're just going to have a bull market after 2024, um, or uh, is the market going to surprise us this year? Because we're in a different macro environment. Okay, I want to bring up uh, Bitcoin's chart on the weekly, just very very quickly. I wanted to show you what uh, a positive trend looks like, and we've been saying it since it broke out of this um, very clear downward trend line move, you could say, all the way back here. As soon as it really breaches with a pretty significant candle, and this is, I could redraw this however you want, and I think that's how I had it drawn originally, but this candle just blitzed right through it, created a new positive uptrend, so you've got higher lows uh, underneath, and then you've got high highs, so all the candles are making high highs after the last that's a new positive trend. It's like a staircase up. You can really see it. It's the exact opposite of what we saw in the, the bear market. And we're in this area here where it just like flatlined exactly like 2018, 19. Uh, until you know buyers step back in, there's liquidity coming in on the, the buy side of that is a, a area of high uh, value to a lot of longer-term investors, and eventually just overwhelmed bears. They got totally exhausted and are in this positive uptrend. Now I have overlaid. 2019. So just keep this really, really simple. This is the 2019 price direction from the bear market. It's not exactly the same as now. And of course, you wouldn't expect it to be, but it's very useful in assessing where we might be headed uh, because patterns are very predictive in Bitcoin, especially because of the programmatic monetary supply. So like I said, next year, the supply we know is halved. So these cycles tend to repeat for investors and they pay dividends. So You've got to watch this. Um, And so again, this is the bar chart of 2019, the exact path so reasonably similar, you know. Obviously, often a different trajectory. 2019 was a little bit shallower. We've really pulsed out of a lot harder since then. You see here this big cut through the 200-week moving average. This red line here, this big candle rips right through it. In 2019, did the same thing there, just a little bit later in time scale. Um, you know, we're hugging underneath resistance here, consolidating. Whereas in 2019, it sort of hugged, let's say, the $25,000 level, which we haven't gone back and, and tested yet. Um, and then a real blitz through this key level at thirty thousand before we went into a state of um, parabolic advance, and that's where we have to be careful. So, uh, so it seems pretty clear once we break thirty-one thousand, we're going to go off into a bit of a phase. We're going to go into a, a a really strong upward move, uh, maybe to thirty-five, forty thousand, potentially higher. But that's when you have got to be careful that we're we're heading into this parabolic advance where it just gets really, really steep. Uh, and again, you have to be very wary. On the technicals, when we breach this parabolic advance to the downside, when it breaches that, then you know things can get a little bit messy and it comes back for consolidation, maybe around 30. And then I'm just speculating here you know, that looks really. Obvious to me, very similar to 2019. We went sideways into the halving, um, which is here denoted by this blue line. So very, very interesting. It does look like we're trying to cool off here as well. So we could absolutely come back to that 25000 dollars area. But generally, this is what um uptrending markets do. They do not give anyone a chance to, to crack in. And like 2019, they leave a lot of people in stables, still waiting for 12K. And back in 2019, it was waiting for 1K instead of 3K. So, you know, one foot in the now, one foot in the future is the best um, thing I'd probably tell everyone here now. Uh, But it's not going to follow this exactly. This is painting potentially a retest of the all-time highs back in 2021, you know, 64. Uh, Do we get to 69,000? You know, we'll see. But suffice to say, if we even approach those all-time highs, there's going to be sellers re-engaging in those areas. Uh, And low liquidity will work in the opposite direction there as well. And we're uh, really, really high and suspended towards all-time highs Um, there's likely not going to be a tremendous amount of buyers in that region depending on the macro um, that's happening until we build a solid support base. That's why I think a a nice um, pullback and retracement just to freak everyone out again is very, very likely. But but again, this all happens in cycles. And if we go back to 2019, um, we had that big rise up here up uh, there, then, uh, sideways chop COVID and then upwards. Do we get another COVID style event? I don't know, but this would be very interesting. It has that pullback to 30,000. So yeah, lots to like about uh, Bitcoin here. And it's very obvious where the trend is going. Uh, Litecoin, this was in my altcoin bible as my cherry ripe, and it did exactly what we hoped it would. Uh, this pattern sort of played out to a T at the breakout here in the top. Um, you know, could be a fake out here, sure. And we have to wait and see what happens to the support level. We could come back in here and chop around there. Uh, but broadly, Litecoin's relative strength has been really, really strong uh, in this environment. And I'm saying this to our mastermind clients a lot, you really want to have a small watch list of cryptos that you're investing and looking at. And also look for narratives uh, and relative strength. That's all you need to look at in these situations. We are not in a bull market. It may feel like it, may look like it, but then you probably haven't experienced a bull market and it's a totally different kettle of fish, Where you can essentially throw darts at a dartboard and generally win on most things. Granted, there's a lot of cryptos moving up on like a rising tide, it's all ships at the moment, but it is not a bull market. There's very low liquidity, so pumps are generally sold into, especially on altcoins. You've got to be very aware of this, managing your risk, And I would suggest if you haven't, make sure to do our course, uh, which tells you how to manage that risk and uh, mentally prepare for those situations. Understand how liquidity flow works, uh, especially in um, crypto. But Litecoin, just that perfect breakout um, of resistance, turn support week, week, and now we're breaking out. Running into that $100 level and why that is so important here, not only is a psychological level because of those three digits going from 99 to 100, three digits, uh, it is also the 200-week moving average. Bitcoin and Ethereum have already gone through their 200-week moving average. Bitcoin at 25,000, Ethereum, I can't quite remember where it is, um, but it is much, much lower than it is now. Only when these cryptos and majors, get on top of these key moving averages out of a bear market, they're off. They're on a, a real run. So, uh, yeah, this probably be in my old Bible again this week, unless something else jumps out at me. Um, but exactly what I'm looking for, um, low risk, low um, risk, established cryptos which which have liquidity so uh, that's what you need to be looking for guys um so that's that's what i'll just share with you here today but um if you're being conservative, you wait for this break of the 100 uh, come back retest uh resistance now support so that's what i'm looking at all right ethereum just as a spectacular looking chart shanghai upgrade was almost a non-event it was a bit bit neutral which was great uh no big sell-off in fact there was a big uh, bugger off green whip that just ripped through the uh, $2,000 level, which is fantastic. Uh, I'd love to see, in fact, I would almost think it's almost a certainty that we see a pullback here uh, to the $2,000 level. Uh, retest resistance now support, see over here, is so consequential. T- 2000 psychological as well. Um, but just broadly, you want to see that. Come down, hit some volume, hit some liquidity and have that bounce, see what the reaction is there. Really, really strong. Ethereum has shown so much relative strength and Again, I'll harp on it again because we've been calling it in the altcoin bibles with Litecoin, Ethereum. Look for that relative strength. Ethereum has just been going higher, low, really strong higher lows, almost going into a parabolic advance here. Um, And then you've got um, higher highs as well to top onto that. Um, You know, RSI is broadly across the board looking like they're just wanting to cool off and, um, you know, come back a little, which is great. You do not want to see just boom, straight up because it's going to come straight back down. You want to see consolidation um, considered staircase up. Uh, and then you're likely going to see elevated down uh, eventually. But Ethereum looks really, really good here. On the longer-term time scale, um, not in the now. um, It could look good in the now too. I haven't gone down to the the daily on this this session. Um, I did on the other, and and still it looks like it's consolidating. Uh, For mine, it's still an opportunity here. You look down at 2,000, Get very, very interested there in those levels, if not a bit below. All right. Um, and finally, this is, um, again, what's something I should have asked, What I want to share with you guys today. Opportunity, just keep an eye. Uh, AI is just being mentioned across news channels again. Um, Elon Musk coming out as well saying, you know, civilization's at risk. A lot of big companies, tech companies are looking at AI again and advancing things. Sovereign nations are advancing things really, really quickly, probably, um, too quickly, according to a lot of people, including Musk. As an investor, though, narratives, uh, not everything, but they're close to it. Uh, AGIX is in the basket of AI cryptos. is probably one of the more volatile ones, the harder running ones. Look at these ones. And again, liquidity is very low, but if you're trading these kind of narratives, look for the ones with the highest liquidity, the best eyeballs, most marketing, all that. AGIX fits that bill. This um, Since this breakout here of this trend line, almost to a T, beautiful breakout here. Retest support, a bit of a out here again. Retest again, blitz higher, now it's consolidating. I almost say that's a flag-looking um, situation there. You can almost just draw that down, whatever. Uh, to mine, gets above this 200 on the four-hour. Ajax is off to, you know, $0.49. Cents. So uh, just keep that in mind. Narratives are everything. Really, it's building a base, capital inflows, you know, RSI calling off, uh, stock RSI calling off as well. So, uh, guys, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure to stay tuned to all our channels. Post comments, feedback. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Make sure to read our newsletter. Give us some feedback there. Um, if you listen to our podcast, post in our groups, tell us what you like, what you don't like. Um, and this will be going out to the podcast as well. So hopefully you guys are enjoying it. Uh, you know, Potentially I could talk a little bit more visually about what I'm seeing. So on the podcast you can, um, uh, again, sort of visually put a picture together actually watching the screen that I'm doing. That could be an improvement. Uh, but broadly, guys, I think these sessions are working really, really well. I hope you're uh, having a great day. Catch again on wednesday for the Bible. if you're looking to join the team take that next level in the course uh please do if you're in our um free chat thank you for contributing as well um, you're posting in there uh, and i see a lot of interesting conversations uh if you're ever so unsure about a crypto yes post in the group um and please 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 there's something i'm noticing in the, in the chat especially now the market is starting to look a bit better is that scams are absolutely back in earnest. Uh, please do not get married to a crypto. Please make sure you know what due diligence and research is. There's some cryptos being suggested in there that are just open scams. And if you had done our course, you'd know how to identify them. It is imperative you get this right, or you're going to be the next on the list for a rug pull. Uh, I know that you may not have been a victim of a scam yet. You may have made some money on these things, but go back and look at you know why some of these scams have failed in the past and why these are likely to fail again in the future and just because you got lucky once or twice does not mean you're about to lose everything uh in this you know one crypto that you're you're looking at and listening to buzzwords like decentralization and um and different things that just pop out uh to really drive the the buzz around something it's just buzzwords um and if you start asking about um what is decentralization or or what is what how is this crypto decentralized if it has a, a known founder centralized supply um you know an ico all this I mean, you've got to really look into it um, and to make sure you know what you're, you're talking about if you are openly investing in it. Because um, at the end of the day, we're educators. We want to help you. Um, but broadly, if you, if you don't want to take that next step, if you don't want to listen, I mean, sure, that's up to you. Um, some of the biggest learning lessons I've ever had, you know, Joe's ever had, and some of our team have ever had, uh, not some, all of us, whenever we've made a mistake, that is when we have our biggest learning. So if you get burnt and you get burnt really hard, I guarantee you will not repeat that same mistake. And if you do... I mean, you know, that's on you. Um, but sometimes you need to learn a hard lesson uh, before we're willing to maybe listen um, and take charge. So I hope you've, um, again, enjoyed this episode. I hope you found it really constructive as well. Have a great day. and We'll catch you again next time. Bye.